0: He's one of the most respected voices in the game. It's time to talk hockey with Peter Hood on Show 97.7. They
1: both swat at that loose puck now. Caulfield gets it loose. up front. Score! To no, Foley! No. Tyler To Foley! And the Canadians are off to the Stanley Cup semifinal! Bonjour, Monsieur Hood. Well done, my good friend Dan, and good morning, Pete Beaumont.
0: Hey, we uh, everyone's in a good mood today in Montreal. You know, it's hot, and uh, we're in the zone or uh, orange zone. And hey, uh, the Canadians swept the Winnipeg Jets. No one thought that was going to happen at the beginning of the playoffs, and lo and behold, they did it last night—a a clean sweep, seven wins in a row. And uh, it's really, I guess, Pierre, it's a truly a collective uh, effort now, eh, on behalf of the Canadians.
1: Yeah. I think so. And uh, you know what, Pete? uh, (laughs) We saw that coming, right? But uh, some people now look at look back at 1993, and uh, you look at uh, the 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 ingredients of that surprising win in 1993. Well, they may not be a coach like Jacques Demers, who was a Mr. Positive and who was was uh, so um, so enthusiastic and so passionate. Dominique Ducharme is a different kind of personality. But if you look at the way the Habs uh, have made their way to the Stanley Cup in '93. There are indeed pretty interesting resemblances, uh, <laughs> starting with a, with a goalie that is uh, that is right up there at the elite level uh, and who is so dissuasive and so discouraging for the opponent. And Patrick Roy, of course, uh, was at that level in 1993. And then if you look at the, uh, the rest of the team, I don't say, I'm not saying this team in 93 didn't have talent, and I'm not saying that this actual team doesn't have talent, but it doesn't have the flashy type of star players that you can see uh, with other teams, but it's the collective, uh, the collective performance that is really, really impressive. And uh, every single player uh, can, can rest this morning Saying, "Well, I've done my contribution and I've done my job correctly in the best way possible."
0: Yes, sir. One of those guys is Tyler Toffoli, They're the Brian Bellows of the Canadians these days. Uh, he's he's <laughs> well. It's true, you know. You hear the nineteen ninety three references. He does remind me of Bellows, actually. And, you're right. Uh, he is definitely proving his worth uh, for the Montreal Canadiens. Another great pick po- pickup by uh, Belgemin this summer, last summer.
1: Mr. opportunism uh, app- or uh, opportunity or um, yes, sir. Uh, wh- whatever you call it. Brian Bellows was that. Brian Bellows was not the fastest player on the ice. Nope. And Brian Bellows was not, uh, <laughs> was not the bullet train <laughs> probably <laughs> on the ice. But uh, he could score 40 a season <laughs> quite easily. Yeah, he could. And- I love your parallel, actually. That's pretty good. Uh, well, there you go. And, you know, I had the privilege to call uh, Stanley Cup Finals uh, until we we lost the rights to it. And uh, one of them, uh, two of them, actually, uh, were quite interesting when we covered the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, hockey was a bit different at the time, Pete, and the Western style of hockey was also quite different. They were bigger teams, not necessarily fast teams, but... Um, one of the uh, players that uh, actually was uh, pretty spectacular for us when we were calling those games uh, was Tyler Toffoli. Remember, he was part of what what they call the That 70s line?
0: That's right, yep. Yeah.
1: Because the players uh, were all wearing uh, jerseys in the uh, 70s, the numbers. And uh, we, you could see that this, his hockey sense is so amazing. And, you know, I like to see those players who don't have all the, the assets, especially speed. But they, you, 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 you kind of forget this because they know where to be on the ice. They know where, where the puck will go and not only where the puck is. So they know in advance how to position themselves and to have this quick draw uh, to, uh, to score goals and uh, to mystify uh, goalies on the other side. So uh, that's a great, great acquisition. And uh, boy, he doesn't stop. He's got 10 points in the playoffs right now. So that's that's absolutely fantastic. What a great, great acquisition by the Habs.
0: Positively. Another kid with good hockey sense, Cole Caulfield, who got the assist on the overtime winner last night. Uh, he is proving it with every passing minute and every passing period in the NHL. And uh, uh, he is proving that he has found his place. This is where he belongs now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think so, Pete, and I think that the the sample is large enough now uh, to be able to say it positively that he belongs to the team and he belongs to the NHL. I was and and now, please understand when 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 he was left out because there was you know quote unquote no room on the roster. Uh, I I was willing to accept that and and I was willing to say well. You, you you want to go with experience to start with, you want to go with players that will be able to neutralize the offensive power of the Leafs, but when he got the chance to make it to the roster, well, he manages to do what uh, Corey Perry has done, uh, manages to do what some other uh, players have done with the Habs, he manages to uh, to make his, his place um, permanent, and uh He's, um, he's right there. I think he, you can see that although a smaller size player, he will know how to cope with that. He will know how to cope in the pressure cooker situations, and boy, what a setup for Toffoli! Just uh, oh, a yeah. just another of those refreshing stories. <laughs>
0: yeah, I could almost sense it too. As soon as he got a hold of the puck, it's like they're going to score here, and sure enough, <laughs> you know, yeah, it was great to see, great to watch. Uh, Carey Price, what to say of the uh, the
1: ultimate goaltender in the NHL these days? And it's all praises from uh, from his teammates, of course, and praises from his coaching staff. Yes, but and
0: also praises from people, the opponents. Yeah,
1: there, there you go, Pete. Uh, and I think that the Jets know exactly what happened there. Uh, and, and, they, and, and they will probably uh, be thinking about the millions of reasons and Mark Shifley's uh, suspension and, and the lack of this and the lack of that. The bottom line is uh, it, it starts with, uh, with Carrier Price. And I think that, um, you know, when we, he didn't look maybe at his best the two goals from Logan Stanley, from uh, defenseman number six on the other side. But what I liked uh, as of that moment, he didn't lose his cool. He didn't lose his composure. And you could see on the ice, Pete, um, uh, even though there were no goals in the third period, you could see on the ice that his teammates sort of rallied around him at that particular moment. And that says a lot about the the, the pride of that team. But it says a lot also about what Kyrie Price projects uh, to his teammates and, and what he what he what he brings in in terms of uh, collective play and in terms of uh, of, of self confidence. So, uh, of course, he's the, he's the number one star of that series, and I think that uh, whoever they play in the third round. I think that they know in advance they're in for uh, they're in for quite a uh, quite a spectacular treat.
0: Well, a little free time is uh, going to be welcome after uh, that uh, great series with Winnipeg, and now we await the uh, the winner between Colorado and the uh, and the Vegas, uh, Golden Knights. That goes to Game Five tonight. It's tied up at two two. Uh, we could be waiting as much as a week now to play, couldn't we?
1: Yeah, and uh, Dominique Duchamp uh, talked about it, Pete, and uh, he said, you know. Uh, he said there are two angles, and I, and he said I understand the angle that uh, you you have the momentum, and uh, they didn't have the break after the Leaf series, uh, as opposed to the Jets. So you can look at uh, you could look at the situation that way, but let's be realistic. Let's be honest. The break will be beneficial. Uh, les petits bobos, uh, you're you're gonna have time to heal those uh, those petits bobos. Uh, Jeff Petrie to start with, and uh, I think that all in all. Uh, it's going to be uh, beneficial. The thing is, you have to be creative, though, as a coaching uh, staff. You have to be creative. You have to find ways to keep the team sharp and ready to go, and that will be uh, that will be the task of Dominique Duchamp and his assistants.
0: The Islanders in Boston. What is going on there?
1: <laughs> Isn't that a treat? <laughs>
0: yeah, it is. It's great hockey, that's for sure.
1: It's great hockey and it's up and down and it's a roller coaster ride and it's it's a great battle of coaches. Uh I've always been Pete, a very big fan of Barry Trotz and uh I love I love what he does with the Islanders. Uh there again. It's not the it's not the the flashiest team uh on the individual level, but collectively they play so well. Uh they play uh with with lots of character, lots of grit. They have an amazing fourth line. And, uh, well, you know what? They are where they are, and they deserve to be there. Uh, but th- it's going to be a treat to watch how this series will end. I think we all believe that it it would go down the wire, and I think this is exactly where we are heading in this series.
0: All right. Hey, Pierre, uh, speaking of taking breaks, you're going to be off tomorrow. You, why don't you come back and see us on
1: Thursday morning, okay? I will be there with great pleasure, Pete, on Thursday.
0: All right. Merci beaucoup, Pierre.